Am I Reister or am I wrong? It's not safe to sleep at night, put down your phone, because when you wake up in the morning, the world's going to be in chaos and you would have missed all the great things that happened. All of a sudden, y'all care about what college football players have to say. Get the hell out of here. They were just spoiled and titled a week ago, right? Money is the reason college football season is trying to play and money is going to be the reason it gets shut down. I'm going to tell you COVID's dirty little secret. The NBA and the NHL are humming around in their isolation wing. MLB is in critical condition. The NFL is seeing a specialist to figure out what that lump is all about. And college football is on life support. Am I Reister or am I wrong? I'm probably Reister, but if not, leave a comment and tell me why not. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet. Daily fire. Facts only. Check your feelings at the door. This ain't the place for the left, the right, the snowflakes, or social justice warriors. And absolutely no BS because I keep it 100. Uh, You guys, make sure that you guys leave a five-star rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. Leave a thumbs up, like it, and make sure that you share. If you want to get a hold of me, send me an email, gwpodcast at unafraidshow.com. Make sure you subscribe and tell a friend. And you can listen to me as well on the Pac-12 Apostles podcast, wherever podcasts are found, and on Fox Sports Radio Sundays, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific time and weekdays filling in. And of course, over the next six weeks, we're giving away more $50 Amazon gift cards. All you have to do is leave a rating, tweet it out and tag me and you are automatically entered. We're going to start with the news. So every time you think it's safe to put your phone down in 2020, because first thing, 2020 is going to turn out to be like a slur. It's going to turn out to be a, uh, a way to express how something bad is going. Uh, how's your day going? Oh, well, yeah, it was a real 2020 today. That's what you're going to get. But news just will not stop. I mean, it's just unrelenting. Last night, you think everybody sleep on the West uh, on the East Coast. And we had heard rumblings that the Big Ten might cancel their season today. And that's when the players... Well, Trevor Lawrence first tweeted out, we want to play all this. But what was going on behind the scenes was a lot more. And it just kept everybody up all night. It was a big deal. The North Carolina earthquake. You can't sleep. Beirut, the coronavirus, MLB games being canceled. It's just absolute craziness. It's not safe. I mean, it's like giving people anxiety. They're like, I don't want to put my phone down. Because you're going to have to spend hours trying to catch up and figure out what happened. Um, and in that, the NBA and the NHL are just humming along in their isolation wing. They are just doing fine. They're doing everything that they want to do. The MLB, they are just, they are getting a little bit nervous. The St. Louis Cardinals haven't played since July 29th. People think the NFL is on pace, on the right pace. no. I'm hearing people from the inside. It's sketchy. And college football is clearly on life support as it relates to fall football. But I want to go back to the college football thing. How do people all of a sudden care what college football players have to say? 
Last week when the Pac-12 players put out there, we are united, and the Big Ten, we are united, they were called selfish, entitled, we don't want to hear from you, just be happy you have your scholarship, and just take what you get. But now all of a sudden, people are saying that these are adults, we should listen to them, make them part of the decision-making process. They will make great choices. Really? Really? Uh, why aren't they part of the decision-making process on name, image, and likeness? Why aren't they part of the decision-making on their safety standards, on how much money that they're going to be able to get from their stipends? Why aren't they involved in any other decisions? Why do coaches micromanage things? Hmm, because it fits your narrative at this point in time. And then the other idea that they'll make great choices, they'll protect themselves because they really want to play. Don't the MLB players really want to play? Hmm. Bunch of COVID tests. Some players had to be quarantined because they weren't doing the right things. NFL players have to be threatened with $50,000 fines plus conduct detrimental to try to keep them in line. NBA, Lou Williams. Just because you have an incentive to do it doesn't mean that these people are going to do it because there are so many varying beliefs on how potent and how dangerous the virus is. But truth be told, all those people tweeting it out, oh, uh, we want to play, we want to play. See, they all want to play. The devil's in the details. They didn't realize that Trevor Lawrence and the players had demands within the we want to play. Yeah, they want to play. They're supposed to want to play, but they also have demands. So they wanted to make it clear. They want to play this season, but they want to establish universal mandated health and safety procedures and protocols to protect college athletes against COVID-19 amongst all conferences throughout the NCAA. That means that there has to be enforcement as well, because there's not. Even with the concussion protocol, there is not enforcement. They want to give players the opportunity to opt out and then have people respect their decision. They want to guarantee eligibility, whether a player chooses to play the season or not. And they want to use their voices to establish open communication and trust between the players and officials, ultimately create a college football players association. Bingo, that's the money. People said they're not asking for money. Yes, they are when it comes to the Players Association. And they want a representative of all the players of all the Power Five conferences. That is a big deal. That is a lot. So how this even came play, uh, about was, so I've been in contact with a D lineman from Stanford. He's been working behind the scenes to get the top players from the Power Five conferences all united to make sure that they're on the same page because they all wanted to make a joint statement. And when Trevor Lawrence said he wanted to play, people thought that that was saying it didn't have conditions on it, but it does. The health and safety protocols are non-negotiable. People are saying, well, they're safer on campus. Yeah, they are while nobody else is there. But if you bring the student body back, that completely changes everything that all bets are off at that point in time. And also when they get on the road, traveling and trying to play games, it, it becomes an untenable situation. But 
there are two things that the players really need to be able to play. Same thing in the NBA, in the NFL, NHL. They need two things. They need trust and they need confidence. They need trust that the that the NCAA will put the health and safety above playing the season. They don't trust that fully. That's why they had to put out a statement. They want to have confidence that the schools can keep them safe. They do believe that the schools can keep them safer than a lot of them can be at home. But are they going to do it? Because when the Pac-12 players met with the commissioner, Larry Scott, he made it abundantly clear that they didn't have the testing resources to test them three, four times a week. And they couldn't do all of the things that they wanted uh, in terms of health and safety protocols. That's why I find it very interesting and fascinating that the coronavirus and the shutdown is ultimately going to be the thing that finally gets college football a union real name, image and likeness legislation passed. Nobody could have predicted this. Nobody could have predicted this. Um, so if college football season is ultimately canceled, who should you be mad at is the question. Number one, you should be mad at the NCAA for not making a blanket policy for everybody. You should be mad at the universities, the presidents, and the athletic directors for slow motioning you and, and just stretching this thing out, which is a death by a thousand cuts, which is worse than what we got in March Madness with the guillotine. And it's the most popular sport. And you have to also blame, most importantly, all the mouth breathers all the COVIDians who encouraged you to go out without masks as a means of political expression. That's who you should be upset with about all this. But truthfully, there is only one reason why college football would not happen this fall. Only one. And that's the money. The money is why they want to play. And the money is what will ultimately shut them down as well. Because schools are going to be financially liable if a player or staff member or multiple either die, which is very, which seems very unlikely based upon the numbers that we have right now, or have unknown long-term health consequences, which is much more likely, which will get into COVID's dirty little secret. The schools would never recover from the lawsuits, the payouts, and the insurance companies absolutely have a say in this because their insurance providers are going to be the one who are first up to pay out if any if any of these bad things happen. So let's look at the numbers. If you have 13,000 college football players, which there are about, I know the MAC just dropped out, but still about 13,000 student athletes. If five of them died or got extremely sick or had long-term health consequences. That would mean that 99.96% of the people survived. And that sounds great, right? That sounds okay. I can live with that. But the risk tolerance for each of those schools that would be affected, it has to be zero. Because when you have other leagues shutting down, when you have the MAC shutting down, when you have Division II shutting down, you are going to, the schools are going to be if any of these bad things happen, which we've learned in 2020 are probably more likely to have happened than not, then the
the schools are going to be hit with just massive penalties because it's like, hold up. Everybody knew that you should shut down, but you press forward. Untenable situation. And truthfully, if the Big Ten cancels, it's a wrap for the other Power Five conferences. It's a wrap because you have to mitigate against risk. And if something bad does happen, you are going to be standing there. Your university is going to have egg on its face and it is going to cost a lot of money and a lot of jobs. That gets me to COVID's dirty little secret. So there was an article in Sports Illustrated today because we've learned that a number of athletes have come up with pulmonary issues, cardiac inflammation, and respiratory issues. We don't know the full number because not enough of them have had EKGs, but there is a number which could cause players not to be able to play. And right now they're saying that that could last up to about three months. Three months that you aren't supposed to do any activity. It increases your risk for heart attacks, sudden death, any of these things. And that's the one thing that these university presidents are talking about. I've been saying these two things about the one reason college football wouldn't happen and about this dirty little secret for months. Nobody's been listening, but now all of a sudden everybody's talking about it. That's why you're here at Rice to a Wrong. I want college football more than anybody. Anybody who knows me will tell you I'm the biggest college football fan or one of them that there is of the sport in general, not just my only team, not just my team. And it is real easy for people to sign other people's kids up and say, oh, it's a, it's such a low risk. Yeah, but do we put our kids in situations like that? But they're more likely to get in a car accident. They're more likely to to, to die in an airplane crash or this or that. Uh, well, but those things aren't contagious. And football does have risks. It is a risky sport. But why would you add other things on top of it? Mind you. Uh, there are people that'll tell you 95% of players would want to play. But this issue is just like the issue of concussions. You have to protect players from themselves sometimes. Prime example, when I was playing with the Jacksonville Jaguars, I had a really uh, early in the game, we were playing against the Buffalo Bills. I hit my head early in the game on the turf. Then fast forward later in the game, I jumped up, was getting ready to catch a ball in the end zone, got hit back, hit my head on the back of the turf. Throughout my career, played a lot of plays. Only jumped off sides, I believe, like four or five times. The next play, I jumped off sides. The next play after that, I jumped off sides again. They took me out of the game, took my helmet. And this is during the time, like 05, 06 maybe, where if you just got dinged, they call it getting concussion, getting dinged. But they ended up taking me to go get a CAT scan, all of that. But they wouldn't let me play. Another time in Jacksonville. You know those TENS units? The ones that make your muscles jump when you're in physical therapy when you um, after you injure something. They make your muscles convulse to make them heal faster. So I played in the game with one of those. Every single series... After I came off the field, they were turning it on. I couldn't walk. I could barely even run. And I still have back problems to this day. And somebody needed to protect me from me because 
I was convinced by the trainers who said, listen, you need to prove your toughness right here. Sometimes they just have to be protected from themselves. And there are also reports that Michigan, Iowa, Nebraska, and Ohio State are exploring potential moves to the Big 12 if the Big 10 cancels. And this is from Bruce Feldman. He said a source at one of those schools just told me that would be news to us. So people are floating all kinds of scenarios out right now, but the end is near. It's just a fact. So if the end of college football, at least in the fall, is near, what's going to happen to the NFL? The NFL is still super sketchy right now. You're trying to manage over 2,000 players and how they are going to have 2,000 players with money and not used to being told no, how to do things. Yeah, okay. When they get frustrated about playing time, mad at the coach. Yeah, let me know how this keeps up. The NFL, well, people believe that I've heard a number of, you know, analysts talk about the NFL, that they would move to Saturdays, that they'll take over the Saturday block in terms of college football is gone. There is a problem with that. There was antitrust stuff going on with the NFL where they can't play on Saturdays from September to December. So they're barred from playing. But if college football is shut down, that may be an opportunity for them to move in. Now, if NFL continues to go on, but what we've seen from the MLB, which is, you know, kind of touch and go at this point, it's likely the NFL starts, but then it doesn't finish. So that begs the question, will the NFL then move their calendar if they don't play a full season or if they do? Because if college football moves back to the spring, that affects the potential draft, that affects draft picks, the combine, all of those things. So what would the NFL do? I think the NFL would be forced to move all of these things back because they want to get a good evaluation of the players. Because people like Joe Burrow wouldn't have been the number overall, number one overall pick this year had he not been able to play his senior year. They, he would have been a fourth round pick, fifth round pick, or undrafted at this point in time. And the NFL does not want to make bad decisions. So that's where they are. And the NFL is not completely out of the woods yet. So if anybody tells you that, they are completely wrong. Am I Reister or am I wrong? Of course, I'm probably Reister, but leave a comment. Tell me what you think. Peace out. Catch you on, what's today? Monday? On Wednesday.